Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy Podcast. This is actually the happy half hour. I say that with a little like weirdness in my voice because I was just telling Emily who's on. Hi, Emily. Hi. I was just telling her that I still don't have a name nailed down, but we're going to go with happy, happy half, hour. half hour today. So um, I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm really excited that you're here with us today. Each week on Wednesdays, I invite a girlfriend to join me on the show and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life and everything in between. But on this show, we do things a little different. And so because my Wednesday shows are so conversational, I never get enough time with my guests to talk deeply about specific things. And that, in a nutshell, is what this Friday show is going to be. So I'm bringing back guests that you've loved before, and we're going to ask them very specific questions to help us get to know them and be inspired by what they're doing. So today's episode is my friend, Emily Lex. Hello, Emily. Hello. Um, You may remember Emily because she was on, if you've been a longtime listener, you've listened and we talked for so long. It was the first time we ever met and we, (laughs) I broke it up into two episodes. Uh So she's episode number 42 and 43. And if you haven't heard those. Please go back and listen because you'll love them. It was so fun. I love And it seems like that was forever ago, doesn't it? It feels like it was. Well, it kind of was. I mean, it was almost a year ago. Yeah. And I just released episode 80 this week. So, you know. Yay. I know. Yay. Happy hour number 80. And then this is the second happy half hour. So I'm glad that you're one of the people. Oh, I'm happy to be here. So love it. Okay. So I want to tell you about who's sponsoring today's show. And it is a company called HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. And I am new to HelloFresh. I just got my first box this week. And Have you started it? Well, yeah. Okay. So yeah. they told me like they, they wanted to sponsor the show and I'm like, yes. And so if you listen to the show, if anyone listens to Happy Hour, they know that my husband's a phenomenal cook. Mm-hmm. And you also know that I'm not the best in the kitchen. Like it just, <laughs> if I'm looking at a recipe and it has a bunch of ingredients that I don't have or know what they are, I just skip it. Like I just think it can't be that important. And Aaron is like, those are really important things to put in a recipe. Uh So the thing that's awesome about HelloFresh is it's a meal delivery service. And so they actually, this huge box showed up on my porch and it had three different meals in it with all the ingredients. Like the ingredients that I would leave out were in there. So I made, okay, let me tell you what I made. Salmon, Emily. Okay. I've never made salmon in my life. Yeah. It's called salmon. I can't even say what it's called. Salmon in papalote. Okay. Did I say that right? I don't know. I don't know. But it was I'm... so good. And I used ingredients like tarragon. Is that how you even say that? Uh-huh. Look at me. Yeah. I yeah. would never buy that because I would think it's not important. It was so important. <laughs> but it makes a big, big, big difference. A huge difference. Aaron tasted yeah. what I made and he said it was the best thing I've ever cooked. Oh, good for you. I know. And so um, HelloFresh, I mean, they're really, really cool because they, they employ dietitians in the office and they send you like all the ingredients that you need. And mm-hmm. someone actually told me this week that the average American throws away 40% of their groceries. For sure. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so what this d- box does, it sends you exactly what you need. And so you get to pick out your meals. They offer different kind of boxes, like a classic box, a veggie box, and they're going to be launching a family box soon. So, they they have the family box because that's what we get. That's what you get? <laughs> oh, well, they've done it. Yeah. So tell me, do you love it? 
Um, yeah. So this was actually, HelloFresh was one of my three things when we did our podcast. <gasps> That's right. It was one of my three things that was just changing my life. So really, a real, I mean, you can hear the whole story on that podcast, but really quick story. Ryan, my husband said, okay, dinner is a stressful time. I'm going to take it over for you. And he made dinner about two times before he and was he like, said, this is why it's kidding. stressful. <laughs> I'm going to order a box of food for us. So he um, ordered HelloFresh. We probably started January, I think it was probably January 2015. And we've been eating HelloFresh ever since. Mm. And it, it, it absolutely is the best thing ever for our family because at four o'clock when the kids are like, what's for dinner? I'm like, I don't know, but it's in the fridge. It's so the we'll box. figure it Let's out. See what they sent us. <laughs> I don't know what we're having. And so we, so we have four kids like you, we just get the four person box and it always feeds us enough food. Granted, I have three boys, 12, 10, uh-huh. eight, and then a girl who's six. And so I'm sure like as they get grow. bigger and mm-hmm. older and grow, like maybe that won't be enough food, but we always have leftovers. So well, it, I mean, I think I got the two person box. I think that's what yeah. they sent me. I don't remember a, requesting one and it fed me yeah. plus three of my kids. Yeah. And because we had it really, some leftover. It, they give big portions. I feel like the food is pretty healthy. I, I know some people wish that there were like gluten-free options, which I feel like you could, you could alter them really easily yeah. to make gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not, we're not a gluten-free family, but it, it absolutely like the main thing that it does for me. Well, actually, it does two things. It makes dinner time so much easier because I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm learning how to cook because oh. said I would not cook salmon because I don't even know how to cook. Yeah, salmon. I, mean, but I get nervous if you about eat ingredients and they tell you exactly how to do it. You're like, oh, okay, I can cook salmon. So I, the, it's like it's cooking so, school. Yes, and the ingredients are already pre measured. Like they sent yeah. me the exact amount that I needed, which was amazing. Yes. So, okay, so they even have a code for all of my happy hour listeners. So go to HelloFresh.com and use the promo code Jamie Ivy, and you're going to get $35 off your first week. And I just think that is a very generous code of them. So HelloFresh.com, use the code Jamie Ivy. Um, at least try it out. I mean, it's worth it at to try out, try especially it. if you have a busy mm-hmm. week coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been really mm-hmm. great for us. So, all right, let's get started with our show, Emily. Yes. Okay. All right. So the way this works is I'm just going to ask you questions and we'll go from there. All right. All right. Here we go. What is something that you've read, watched, or heard that you can't stop recommending to other people? Oh, um, I, so we just watched all five seasons of Suits. Mm. Have you seen the show? No, but I've heard about it a lot. Oh. Okay, so Ryan and I we're not bi- we're not big TV watchers. Like, if anything, I'm like a I like reality. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still a Survivor fan, and um, and so it was it's fun for us to have something to watch together. So we watched a show called Newsroom maybe a year or so ago, which we loved. And so I was talking to some girlfriends. They're like, "Well, if you loved Newsroom, you'll love Suits even more." And we did. Well, I don't know if we loved it even more, but there are more seasons, and it's so quick like the banter is so quick the characters you love the storyline is great so we love that show i've heard great things about it and is it tell me is it like crime is it detective are they lawyers yeah they're lawyers so there's one like super high fancy lawyer and he's looking for an associate and so this guy is like a fraud and he pretends to be a lawyer to get this job and but you love him. So you're like, yes, you're a fraud. But like, I, I mean, you've got such a heart of gold. Right. So, um, yeah. But and then it just takes that whole storyline and you learn more about the different lawyers. But it, I love it. So then the other one that people say, like, since you loved Suits, you'll probably like White Collar. And that's the one which I haven't watched it. But I think that's more of like he's a he's like a thief or something. And mm-hmm. then he, I don't know. And he helps 
solve crimes. I okay. <laughs> I don't know, but we, that's think, our next one. I think Aaron and I watch TV like y'all. Like we're yeah. not, we don't really like watch a lot of live TV. In fact, yeah. I can't think of anything we watch live, watch live TV. I don't know. I don't know how you like. Yeah. Remember when we used to like come home to watch yes. something at seven thirty? Like, yeah. And then I remember when TiVo came out. Did y'all have a TiVo? We ne- we never had TiVo. I think we had like a DVR. Which actually, we don't even have a DVR, so we don't even record things. We, we don't just either. watch it on demand. We watch Hulu. We <laughs> or, watch everything on Hulu or Netflix. Yeah. Or like Apple TV. We we bought yeah. the whole O.J. Simpson, which I talked about this oh. in the episode that went up on last Wednesday or just this okay. week with Jamie Golden. Yeah. Are y'all watching the O.J. Simpson show? No, but I would because did you watch it when you were like a kid? I mean, how old were we? Probably well, like I school? was. I remember where I was when he went on the Bronco ride. Like, yeah, I remember, me too. I, I feel like I was watching it. <laughs> I watched, Yeah, it was on TV. I was actually in New York City on like, uh-huh. a, I think maybe a mission trip. I can't remember. Oh. I don't know why I would have been there without my parents, except for that. And I also remember that the Houston Rockets were playing in the national championship oh. because I lived in Houston. Uh-huh. And I think that, okay, so I looked it up the other day that, and I think maybe I was like the summer before my either sophomore or junior year in high school is when the Bronco okay. thing went down. Yeah. I mean, I really, really remember watching it and watching the whole trial that oh, was all yes. It was so fascinating to me. <laughs> Very fascinating. And I'm actually feel differently about it now as a as a adult. Yeah. Um, because watching this and again, this is like a kind of documentary. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I'm always wondering how much of it is exactly true. Right. But right. looking back, I did not realize how quickly this happened after the Rodney King incident. Oh. Uh, Remember that? And so yeah. I think as so like there a was so much just tension. Tension, yeah. Yes. And I think as a, you know, 17-year-old white girl mm-hmm. in her little suburbia middle right. uh, high school, right. I didn't understand that at all. And yeah. I think, like, I understand it more now. And so mm-hmm. it makes a little bit more sense to me. Whereas then I was very ignorant about all of that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm looking at it a little bit differently now. Yeah. Not well, that so I, that not about Netflix? his. Uh, no, we bought it. I think, okay. I, don't, I don't know what channel it's on. We bought it on iTunes. Okay. That would be fun. I think I, I know. like that. The only thing is it's happening right now. And so we have to wait every week. And isn't that right. awful when you That's have to wait just, for something? I know. I know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Hello, oh. America. We need it right now. Mm. Oh. Okay. Next I question. Wait, wait, I have oh. one more thing that okay. I am watching. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. It's a, um, it's this YouTube video that I keep recommending to all these people. And I wish that I could explain it a little bit better, but it's this guy, his name is Michael Jr. Uh-huh. He's a comedian and the video is called Know Your Why. And I feel like I watch it once a week and then I tell someone about it. Well, you watch the same <laughs> video or week. he puts out new videos? No, no, I watch the same one because it's just so good. So I'm writing this, this down. Guy who's kind of a, um, he's a comedian, but he's sort of a motivational guy. And so he asks this question to his audience and he just says, like, when I ask the question, how do you know, most people answer, how do you know what? And he's saying, what we need to be looking for is the how do you know why? Because when you know your why of what you're doing in life, that it changes everything. And so it's this man who's singing Amazing Grace and he sings it one way and then and then Michael Jr. is like, well, what if, I don't know, he tells the whole story like, what if this is the situation? And then the guy sings Amazing Grace completely differently and the whole audience is like on their feet. And it's so amazing. It's like inspiring. It's so inspiring. And it just makes you go like, oh, 
I need to know what my why is. Oh. <laughs> so good. Okay. I'm going to watch it today. You should watch it. I can, I'll send you the link. It's so good. Or you can look it up. Michael Jr. Know your why. I need you to send me the link though, to make okay. sure I'm on the okay. right one. Yes. Okay. okay. I love that. Oh, okay. So good. Did, you, or did you tell me, are you reading anything? Uh, I just finished a book that I didn't like. I just wrote like nine books on my blog, nine spring books that I want to read. So I started one uh, called A Window Opens, and I was reading it, and I, I actually was spending the weekend with Ann Bogle, who uh -huh. does Modern Mrs. Darcy, and she, she was like, Emily, if you don't like the book, you are an adult. You don't have to finish it. That's <laughs> like, so hard for me. Perfect. Thank you. I just didn't want to finish. It just it was so predictable, and I didn't love it, so I put that one down. So then I picked up another book from that same list, and I read it, and the other night, Ryan was getting into bed, and I'm like, I just got to finish this book. I hate it, but I just want to finish it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. It just was... I don't know. It just wasn't very good. So, so you have um, nothing that you can recommend well, right I have, now. I have nothing right now, but I think I'm going to read The Lake House, which is Kate Morton. Mm -hmm. Have you read any of no. her stuff? Mm -mm. I love all of her books. They're just set in like England and sometimes Australia and it's characters that span generations and lots of storylines that mix together and usually like some sort of I don't know, mystery or something, but they're not really mysteries, but they're just really beautifully written, really great stories kind of flowery okay. <laughs> sort of. Uh, so the lake house I think will be my next one. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. I just needed just a break from my terrible book. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm kind of like you though. I, well, I need someone to give me permission to stop because yeah. I always feel obligated to the author because I'm always I, like, yeah. you put a lot Maybe of time into this. Itself. I know. No, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Okay. Emily, if you had a superpower, yes. what would it be? And how are you so good at it? Okay. I've, this is a really, really hard question. If I had a superpower, like when my kids ask that question, I'm usually like, I would want to be able to swim underwater for a long time because I have a thing about dolphins and whales. Oh, you could so, be like a mermaid I, is what you want to be, really. I, know, I would want to be a mermaid. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if that's a superhero. Problem. It's really not. But you could wear those cute <laughs> shells over your, you know, things. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We have digressed here, but keep going. Sorry to kind of derail your superpower superpower yeah, well, talk. That would be my superpower. Um, if it, if the question is like, what's something that you're just really good at? I feel like I'm pretty good at making things look pretty. You are very and good at that. I and that ties into the knowing your why thing. Like I've just been searching since watching that video. Like, what is my thing? What am I good at? And I really think that I've kind of come to like, I just am really good at making things look pretty. And maybe there's some value in that. <laughs> um, there's a lot of value in that. And I have an example of how you value, how you can see your value and your why that happened in our house this morning. Okay. Oh, tell me. So okay. we're having some people over for dinner tonight. And mm -hmm. um, I decided that I'm going to make, have you read Sean and Equus book, Bread and Wine? Um, I have it. And I've, you know, flipped through it. I haven't read it. You should read it. I highly recommend it. But she has recipes in there. And uh -huh. so the very, I've only made Maybe a, I've made a couple, but the one I've made the most from her book is this blueberry crisp thing. It's a very okay. fresh recipe, and it's so fabulous. Yep. Yep. Um, so anyhow, I was like, I'm going to make that for dessert tonight. And so uh, Aaron asked me for a grocery list because he's heading to the grocery store. And you know what I put my grocery list on? My paperwork. My cute paperwork. <laughs> and so hey. I take it downstairs, and I give it to Aaron, and he's like, Where'd you get this? This is so cool. I'm like, well, oh. let me tell you about it. And so, um, but see, so yeah. you do make things beautiful and you made our grocery list, which I'm sure Aaron loved carrying that around the grocery store this morning, <laughs> look beautiful from paperwork. Well, that's the thing is that it's just like the everyday 
normal things like a grocery list is so silly to make it look pretty, but it's more fun mm-hmm. and it, it makes me happy <laughs> to write on something pretty or it makes to, you so happy. Yeah. And next you know, week, open up your pantry and see like jars of flour instead of like a bag of flour. It's <sighs> such a silly thing, but it makes a difference in my life. It makes me happy. Do so. you put all, because I do this and I'm assuming that you do since you just said it. Do you put all yeah. of your stuff in jars in the pantry? Yeah, we me do. Too. Yeah. You know, do you make pretty labels? Uh, no. Oh, I well, mean, if you do, well, I'm, have, I'm in like, for some. <laughs> there is actually in paperwork in the, um, in the gallery, there are a bunch of labels for like pantry stuff. Really? Yeah. So I can also tell you where that mm. is. But um, I love just the simplicity of see. I don't know. I just see what's in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have Aaron. You know, my little chef cook over here. Yes. We have like seventeen different kinds of flowers. Right. So we got to know what it is. See. <laughs> uh, okay, Emily. How do you recharge? Oh, uh, I really love sleeping. Mm-hmm. So. I love I'm and I love listening to podcasts. So like when I'm making dinner, I'll stick headphones in and my poor kids are like, Mom's out. <laughs> I'm making dinner. I got my headphones in. So I love to do that. I'm just I'm an introvert who's really who is happy to be social and around people, but to recharge I just need to be by myself. And so um like in the car I'll just have no music on and it'll just be quiet and I can just be in my own head and think. So it's just being quiet, I think. Have you ever gone away on a trip just by yourself? No. Would that no. recharge you? I think for about a – you know what I would love is to have all my kids and my husband leave and just be at home mm. for a day. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would go I, – I think I would just rather go on a vacation with Ryan mm-hmm. or even with the kids but with Ryan for sure than I would by myself. I don't know. Would you? I'm, no, that sounds like complete misery to me but my husband does that a lot. I mean, I say a lot. He'll schedule, and he calls them, like, solitude trips, and he'll go away for, like, three days Mm -hmm. all alone. Um, And Well, I take that back. He usually brings somebody with him, but he never seems to invite me um, because (laughs) um, we just kind of have this, like, thing. A lot of our pastors won't ever travel alone just for, Mm -hmm. like, just Mm -hmm. um, accountability and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. um, So he always brings, like, it's usually, like, these two guys – and yeah. I always ask him why he takes them and not me. And he's like, because they won't talk to me. Like, they'll actually <laughs> let me be in solitude. <laughs> I can sit. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't have to talk that much. He's like, Jamie, you would never stop talking to me. So, I, but that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound good to me. I would like to be with Aaron at a beach. We don't even have to talk a lot, but just like, yeah, you know. together. Yeah. I know. Oh. I saw a gal, we were out to dinner last night and I saw a lady who was sitting by herself at her booth. And there's part of me that's like, I wasn't going to say this to her, but I was going to be like, way to go. You're by yourself. That's awesome. And then it's like, well, what if she's there because she doesn't have anyone Yeah, else? she has to be. Yeah. I'm going to make her feel terrible. But even like going to a restaurant by myself mm. feels, I don't know, a little weird. I went to a movie once. I think right after all my kids started school. Uh-huh. I know it was. The very first two weeks when all my kids were in school were very hard for me. I didn't know. I almost was like, I don't know what to do. What to do. Who am I? <laughs> and I went to a movie by myself and it was Glorious. I think I need to revisit that. Like when the yeah. kids go back to school, I think I need to go to a movie by myself. Go celebrate. Celebrate. Maybe <laughs> next week after spring break. Like celebrate yes. you made it a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. What is a specific app, gadget, or piece of technology that you cannot live without and why? Mm, um, well, I I really, really love Instagram, which is just so like cliche, but it's my favorite thing. Um 
to just sit and, and what I like to see are just pretty images. So yes, I like to follow some of my friends, but I just follow so many people that just, they make beautiful images or ballet dancers. Oh, or <laughs> so, ballet dancers. Ballet dancers post videos of them like doing arabesques and doing pirouettes. And it's, I, I mean, I'm a wannabe ballerina. So. Were you ever a ballerina? I was. Um, I was a ballerina as a girl. I danced for Seattle's ballet companies called Pacific Northwest Ballet. So I mm -hmm. danced with that company um, until I was about 12, maybe. And they told me, hey, we would love to keep Emily. We want to train her, but we need to break her feet and reconstruct them. She doesn't have the right point. Wait, you're, you're, this, is, this is serious. <laughs> like break them? Break the bones in my feet and, and make the arch better. So I just don't have a good enough arch to really have the right lines for a ballerina's foot. And so, so I think that that's what it is, that I watch these videos on Instagram and it's usually a close-up of the ballet dancer's feet. Okay, <laughs> so, wait. I'm, I'm going to need to need to go back here for a second. Yeah, yeah. That really happens? That really happens? To 12-year-old girls? 12-year-old girls. What was I in? Maybe fifth grade? And, and if it were up to me, I would have done it. And my parents, of course, were smarter than that and were like... Nope, we're not going to do that. But when Did I you so do when that Audrey, to your daughter, I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Audrey was born, one of the first things that I was I was like, okay, let's point your toes. Let's see. How <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. And she actually doesn't have that great of a point, and that makes me really sad. She does take ballet and she loves it, but um, I don't know that she's got the right feet. If they came to you and said, like, we see a lot of potential, we're going to need to break both of her feet. What would yeah, you say? Can you imagine. I mean. No, I don't think I would say yes, but I think I would want to say yes. Because so, you loved it so much. Because I loved it. But I also know that the life of a ballet dancer or maybe any like elite athlete mm -hmm. is really not the best life for you. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. That's a that's a terrible blanket statement. But, but I just hard. think it's so taxing on your body. Mm -hmm. I know there's so many just like identity issues mm -hmm. and eating disorders and you know, when your whole life is based on your body. I don't know how I feel about that, but all I mean, she loves to perform. She loves the stage. So I'll encourage her to like dance as much as she can, but I don't know if I would break her feet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh know. my gosh, that's so crazy. Would you? Would you go that far? I don't think so. But then I would always think like, what if, I know, I mean, what if then they become this like amazing ballerina? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. That's I know. Hard. I take bar classes right now. Oh, I just, I love bar. just got a studio or it's not even a studio. It's at the YMCA that just opened nearby. Yeah. And so I've been dying to take bar classes. And so now I'm taking bar and I love it. Because I feel like I can be a fake ballet dancer mm -hmm. in there, even though it's like you don't have to be a ballerina to do bar. For sure. Uh, but I, I did it. Like so that's there's... I hold myself like a ballerina because I was trained that way. Mm -hmm. And it just, I love it. I lo it makes me feel like I can be a fake ballet dancer. <laughs> I did bar for like a month and I don't yeah. remember why I stopped, but I loved it. And I remember going in thinking, this is going to be so dumb. Like, how is this going to work out your body? Yeah. Literally the next day I could hardly walk. I know. When your legs shake, you're yes. like doing plie. Yes. <laughs> it was so good. Um, so good. Okay, this might lead into my next question. What is a dream you had for yourself when you were younger that never came true? Either oh, you there's... had to let it go or circumstances forced you to let it go. Oh, I wanted to be a ballet dancer. <laughs> is that could. true what you would say? Like, uh, um, I think 
it was just always something that I did. I think I had other things. Like I, I, we've had the, I've talked with you about this. I wanted to be an artist. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a window dresser, like a Nordstrom kind of a window stylist. I don't know. And then I wanted to be a morning talk show host, which I always love when you bring that up too. Cause <laughs> yes. I'm like, I wanted to be Kathy Lee Gifford. Uh, Me too. Which, you know, so- like one of my goals in <laughs> life is to have Kathy Lee Gifford on the show. So if anyone's is listening it? and has any connections. I don't know why. I just really am drawn to her and think that she'd be a great guest. She has a podcast. I've listened to it. Yes, a couple times. I know. I've listened to it as well. Um, okay, I, I don't. I don't have any. I don't know her. <laughs> Me neither. But I'll if anyone does, I wanted to be her when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So I think I had those. I had other things that I loved as much. Not maybe as much as ballet, but um, it, ballet was just always something that I did, and just a huge part of my childhood. So then, when I had to let that go. I think that was sad, but fine. You know, like you fill in with other things. But yeah, I would say that's a childhood dream that I just I didn't have the right feet. And and your parents were like, we're not going to break them. Yeah, I know. Well, and I'm the, I have two other sisters, and so um, you can't when you've got a lot of kids. Which now I know this, mm-hmm. you you really can't just pour everything into one kid. And it would have required um, daily driving to the mm-hmm. studio, which wasn't close. So yeah. It just was the right choice for our family, you know. I was just telling someone that the other day. I was like, I feel like I really do love having a large family. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I watch Parenthood and I have these dreams of all my kids coming back to our house and bringing their spouses. I mean, I just love everything about it. But I was like, I don't think I really, and I don't think that you do. I don't think I really understood when we started having kids what a lot of kids meant. Yeah. We just had this conversation. Just about like finances finances, how much food you need to buy, all the clothes. Like my sister has two kids and I feel like they're always dressed so wonderfully. And I'm like, I just, (laughs) I can't even like keep up. I don't even know how size they are right now. Exactly. And (laughs) then like, they're all in activities right now. And you know, we have the rule, you get one thing at a time, but do you know what that rule does when they all pick, they're all on different teams? I mean, you know, it's It's just a lot. Do any of them play baseball? Oh oh, yeah. I have one playing baseball. Baseball is brutal. It's brutal because the coaches think you only have one child and that you can practice four times a week, you know? Yes, and have 18 games a week. Oh, yes. And the season lasts forever. Forever. Well, and in the Northwest, it rains. So most games, either you're in the rain or they get rained out. And so the season just keeps getting prolonged and prolonged. I can only imagine. It's terrible. It's just, as much as baseball is great, I am so happy that my kids this year they're not playing and I'm so happy about that I, it's so bittersweet for me because baseball is probably my favorite sport to watch yes. and I really yes. do love base the game baseball um mm-hmm. but it's a lot of time for me you know a lot of time yeah. okay Emily here's the next question <laughs> yeah. what is one thing that you do that is directly tied to your success and oh. <laughs> don't even say I, I was gonna preface <laughs> I, I, I prefaced it last time with Jess. Like women I'm sometimes are like, I'm not successful. You mm-hmm. are. So what is one thing that you do that is directly tied to that success? Yeah. Um, so I think success as far as like what I do as a business person, um, I feel like I have really stayed true to who I am and being really genuine with who I am. I think in the online marketing, blogging, online business kind of world, there's sort of a way to do things. And um, Ryan is a business partner and he, my business partner, and he 
loves online marketing. So he studies all of the tactics and webinars and on, you know, email lists and all this stuff. And so he brings all of this information to me. And I feel like that's the way that I should do it because that's the way that everyone else is mm-hmm. doing it. But it just doesn't always mesh with just like what I care about or what my message is or who my readers are, who my like, you know, my the people who are going to buy paperworks or take a class from me. Do they want to be sold that way? Like, mm. I don't want to be sold that way. So it has been um, a real crazy process, I think, to come to terms with the fact that like, okay, I might be not doing it the right way according to like the the right way. Mm-hmm. And yet I'm really comfortable with how I'm doing it. And I feel like I've had success, even though I could have had maybe more success, but I just right. don't feel like sold out. Like you can sleep well at night. Yeah, I just feel like it's really genuine. Like this is really who I am and I am not trying to be something that I'm not. And and that's really hard to do, but Yeah. I mean, it is hard. Like I feel that tension sometimes um just with like say for example the show. Like it's it's doing mm-hmm. well and it is gaining momentum and we're getting new yeah. listeners. And so then you look at like, well what should I do next? And sometimes right. it feels like, well, I don't really me? feel like that's what I should do, and that's oh. hard. It's really hard because what you want is obviously the most success. You want it to get out to a lot of people mm-hmm. because you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't want it in front exactly. of an audience. Yeah. But you also like, is that your, and actually it ties back into that. What's your why? If your only why is I want to grow my audience or I want to make a ton of money, then that's fine. Like go for it. Right. Make a ton of money, grow your audience big. But I think that your why is a little bit deeper with your podcast mm-hmm. and my why is a little bit different with my with the blog and businesses that I run. It, I mean, yes, I want to make money because I'm running a business. Right. But I also really care about the people involved or what the yeah. message is about it. And so that's where you – I think that's where you just have to figure out like kind of what that balance looks like. Yeah. And you know doing- what? I've seen you do that, and I hope it's okay if I share this, um, but we were trying to work together on something, um, yes. you know, with um, Maker and Ink. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that how you say it, Maker and Ink? Yeah. yeah. Do you say Maker Plus? How do you say it? I say Maker and Ink. Okay, Maker and Ink. So this is a company yeah. that you run, which has beautiful yeah. prints. I have them in my house. Um, mm-hmm. They just sponsored the live show. Like, love all your stuff. Um, and so we tried to collaborate and work on something for a happy hour print. And it just mm-hmm. wasn't working because it didn't match your brand. Right. And I really was bummed that w- nothing came out of it. But I also, when when I got the email that's like, it's just not going to work, I was like, you know what? I love oh. that. No, 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 no. I, I want you yeah. to hear that, like, of course, because I wanted to work with you. And yeah. not saying we never will, but I remember right. thinking about what you're just saying was so true because I remember thinking, man, I really love that, that you could have easily just been like, this would be a fun little project. I don't care. I'll kind of sure. like sacrifice what we do here. But instead you were like, it just doesn't fit with what we do and our messaging. And I thought that is really good. And that's a a lesson that I need to always remember. Like, well, as a new person, you know, I have ads on all my shows. People hear that. Um, And I'm learning to not be ashamed of having ads because I'm Mm -hmm. running a business here. Yeah. But it just reminded me, even your email that like, just because someone brings something to the table doesn't mean I have to say yes to it. It doesn't have. Yeah. Yep. And and since our conversation, since that conversation, I've said no to something. Oh. That was money. You know what I mean? Because it just yeah. didn't match with what I am. And so I think well, that's and it's great so hard advice. Because you're like, I want, you know, I, if it's an opportunity 
and it's going to bring in some sort of value to me, then yes, I'm going to say yes. But then you have to like, what is my real why? Like what, let's keep it under that umbrella of does it match with my branding or with my message or with my audience? And if it doesn't, then you just have to take that risk and say, okay, I'm going to say no to this because it just doesn't fit with that. Yeah. Even though it's a lost opportunity and and I can be okay with that. And I think that this conversation can be held more than just like in business for us women. Sure. Like I feel mm-hmm. like this is a conversation that my girlfriends and I are constantly having of like, mm-hmm. how many yeses am I doing in my day? And, yes. and is it affecting what's important? Like what's a value of mine? And so a value yeah. of mine is like, you're probably experiencing this, is that like when my kids get home from school... I get mm-hmm. to work from home and I'm so thankful for that. But a value of mine is to really try and be done with work by like yes. four o'clock, you know? Oh, and so <laughs> what do I have to say no to to make that happen? Mm-hmm. And some yeah. days I succeed and some days I'm drastically failing and I have so much to do that I work till five right. and they watch TV for an hour and a half. Yeah, because, but then even still just saying like, like we're going on. Oh, I haven't said this yet. Look, I'm going to make an announcement. I am so excited. (laughs) We're taking um, several months off and we're going on a road trip around the country. So we are prepping. We leave April 30th. So we are prepping. First of all, can I interrupt you and say that this is like the coolest thing ever? It's the coolest thing ever. And I cannot (laughs) wait to watch this go down. Oh, I know. We've been dreaming of this for several years and it just takes a long time to get to a point where you're like, okay, we're ready now. We can do this. We have the, we've, we've set things up to where now we, we have the opportunity to leave for four months. So we're planning and we're working so hard to try to get to the point where by April 30th, we have all of our work done. We have everything set up. We've automated things. We have the trip planned and the itinerary. And so that means that the kids are not maybe getting as much of their mom and dad. Mm. I mean, that's not really true. They but, have a but really I good know. Life, it's more, but, more, You have more work you know, on your plate. Like, we are going to sacrifice a little bit because for four months, we're going to be taking this amazing trip. Right. So it's even things like, I mean, that's a maybe extreme example, but it's even things like that. Like the kids are going to be okay mm-hmm. if they if they watch their mom working hard until five o'clock every once in a while that's probably a, a good thing for them to see. Yeah. And they're going to be fine. Yeah. And you got to just deal. And know? it is just like making those little sacrifices when you need to, pulling back. And and also, like, I, we talk about this a lot on the show, is just showing yourself grace as well, like you just said, yes. you know, that there is yes. grace for that. Oh. Grace. Okay, yeah. Emily, I can't wait to follow your trip. This oh, show that we just did, that we just talked about knowing your why, is going to change people's life. Because we're all going to be oh. talking about, like, what are we? why are we doing this? And you can do Seriously. that in everything. This goes beyond business. This is everything. Mm-hmm. Know your why. I know your why. Watch that video. It's so good. I mean, it will even help me today when I do another load of laundry. Know my why. Know your why. <laughs> why do I do this laundry? It's because I love my family, you know? And so that's what it yes. is. Oh, yes. okay. And thanks for talking with me about HelloFresh because I'm so glad that you use them and love them. And so if you want to try them out, go to HelloFresh.com and use the code Jamie Ivy. That is J-A-M-I-E-I-V-E-Y. I always wonder if people will know how to spell my name, but you could try it out. Jamie Ivy. So um, anyhow, Emily, oh. you're the best. Thanks so much for joining me on the Happy Half Hour. And um, I love talking to you every time we get to chat. I love it too. I, we probably could have talked for two hours. I was we- I was just thinking, like when we were just talking about this, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to stop because this is the half hour. <laughs> I know. It's, like, it's a half hour. Cut half hour. Only, only. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Thanks, Emily.
When Tillamook Cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy.